0: As a young girl, I dreamed of becoming an important artist. Throughout those early years into adulthood, my search for artistic expression was supported by family, friends, and the society at large. Everyone approved of art, and creative artists were greatly admired. Years later, when I began to search for new forms of sexual expression, only a handful of friends understood Most people warned me against taking this path. I would be socially ostracized and labeled a slut if I stepped outside society's acceptable norm of serial monogamy. It wasn't fair, I reasoned. If a man could be a bachelor with multiple lovers and openly enjoy his sexual adventures, why not a woman? At the age of 36, a recent divorce gave me a modest settlement that would pay my bills for a year. I began taking yoga classes, eating more consciously, and I no longer drank alcohol. I'd often used booze to overcome my inhibitions whenever I had sex with a new partner. Single, solvent, and sober. It was the perfect time to challenge society's sexual double standard. The unspoken agreement that men have social approval among themselves, to enjoy multiple partners, while women are expected to have sex with only one man at a time. After five years of formal art training and years of being a professional artist, I knew the creative process was about defying convention and seeking my own vision. It seemed reasonable then that I would learn about sex the same way. I would defy convention and seek my own vision through a variety of sexual experiences. Then, I would draw my own conclusions. Once I claimed the freedom to live a sex life based on my design, I couldn't wait to share the good news with other feminists. But instead of creating more sexual choices, the media stars and academics and the women's movement clung to the same old romantic love story of finding true love, getting married, having a family, and struggling to balance a career. My dream of a united sexual liberation front never happened. The few women who embraced sexual diversity were drowned out by the conservative voices of women who were victims of the romantic love wars. They believed a monogamous marriage was the most acceptable lifestyle. Instead of experimenting and designing alternative sex lives, feminists blamed patriarchy for their unhappiness. They seemed blind to the potential power of the matriarchy. However, American mothers have the power to change the way society defines sex in one generation by altering the messages they give their daughters and sons. Many of us here at www.dodsonandross.com believe this to be a possibility. In the 1800s, the suffragette Victoria Woodhull called sex for pleasure free love. In the 70s, we called it casual sex, while gay men called it sport-fucking. Today, the younger generation calls it friends with benefits and hooking up. Tomorrow... Who knows what we'll call it. But we can rest assured that no matter where the sexual pendulum swings from right to left, enjoying sex for the pleasure of it will endure. Including our constant companion, sex with ourselves.